0: Hello all you cinephiles, cinefreaks, and cinemaniacs! Welcome to another episode of Cinema Smackdown! My name is Tyler.
1: And I'm Greg. And we are obsessed with movies! That's right, we're so obsessed that we made our own podcast! So, we take two similar movies and pit them against each other in a fight for ultimate Ultimate Glory. glory! Two films enter, and two films leave. But in the meantime, we'll desperately try to answer the question, which one's better?
0: Today we have the Battle of the Penny Marshall Classics. Playing with toys versus playing baseball. Temporary adulthood versus lasting sisterhood. Young and innocent Tom Hanks versus lewd and sloppy Tom Hanks. That's right, it's big versus a league of their own. There's
1: no crying in podcasting!
0: I hate you so much. (laughs) Cinema Smackdown
1: Cinema Smackdown
0: Cinema Smackdown Yeah Cinema Smackdown Cinema Smackdown, Cinema. Smackdown. Yeah Alright Hey So let's talk about Big And a league of their own. Let's just say that this is pretty awesome that we're doing a Penny Marshall episode. Yeah, let's talk about Big. Big
1: is about a mysterious wish that turns a 13-year-old boy into a 30-year-old man who looks very much like America's dad. Tom Hanks.
0: Tommy Hanky!
1: Yeah. This is the first movie directed by a woman to gross over $100 million at the box office.
0: Guess what the second one was. Oh, I already know. Is it A League of Their Own? That's
1: right. That's right. The first ever to gross over $100 million at the box office. Penny Marshall. She's she's magic. What a legend. There's something about the combination of Penny Marshall
0: and Tom Hanks. Yeah. R.I.P. Penny Marshall, not Tom Hanks.
1: Okay. So, let's start with the most iconic scene in the movie keyboard dancing chopstick scene so on the day of filming they had professional dancers on set body doubles they were there in case tom and robert weren't able to do the moves perfectly so when tom hanks and robert Loggia saw that they were determined to get it right so that those doubles were not needed and so that we could get full shots of them doing it and not just close-ups of their feet
0: how do you think those doubles feel? They
1: may have been upset in the moment, but I would hope when they see the lasting impact that that scene has. I don't know. I want to
0: see, like, a, a behind the scenes go back to those people.
1: I mean, I don't think it's an indictment on them being bad at their jobs because the actors were so good at their jobs. Well, I, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they see the scene and, be like, this is movie show magic. Show
0: me the evidence. Uh,
1: So, this is kind of the start of Tom Hanks being taken seriously as a serious dramatic actor, even though it is a fun comedic performance.
0: It's such a great one.
1: He studied the kid who played young Josh and everything he did, the way he moved, the way he walked, the way he talked, so much so that they would have the kid act out the scenes that Tom Hanks is supposed to be in before they started filming so that Tom Hanks could replicate his movements and his speech patterns basically just give an imitation of that
0: kid. That's awesome that he basically just was like, this is my performance. I'm going to make sure that this is what I do on screen. And it got him an Oscar nomination.
1: Yeah. So the moment where Josh has to convince Billy that it's actually him, he does the shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop.
0: Classic. Everything in this movie is classic.
1: That song, super entertaining, great moment in the movie. The reason it's in it Is because Tom Hanks' son, he showed his dad that song that he learned. Tom Hanks loved it, brought it to set, showed it to Penny. She loved it. They taught it to the kid that plays Billy. And I started thinking around, being like, Tom Hanks only had one son at the time. Colin Hanks.
0: The Colin Hanks? Colin
1: Hanks is the reason that is in the movie. And Tom Hanks may have just been studying his son and brought a lot of that into
0: his performance. So really, that Oscar nomination goes to his son and the kid that played Josh, not Tom Hanks.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that any Oscar should have honorary mentions with him. Sounds
0: like he cheated.
1: Sure. What is acting if not cheating? Whoa. You know?
0: Oh, my God. That's (laughs) the end for me. You did it. Awesome. Well, that's some interesting stuff about Big. Let me talk about... A league of their own. Yes. Uh, so basically, league of their own is about two sisters joining the first female professional baseball league and struggling to help it succeed amidst their growing rivalry. Yep. Um, during the filming of the World Series game where they had a bunch of extras in the stands, Tom Hanks performed a puppet show for all those extras.
1: Aww. Just another,
0: another Hanks moment. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell did some stand up comedy. Oh, that's amazing. Just for these extras that were just kind of sitting there waiting, you know, a long time. You're just sitting there basically waiting to be in the background of a movie. Yeah. So they perform for them, these actors that... um, And
1: they're already, you know, the extras are lined up in the stands. It's already a theatrical performative yeah, definitely. space. So you just, you know, Tom Hanks does a puppet I mean, show. Some, some people do stand up in, in stadiums if they're that big. Right. And Rosie O'Donnell was pretty much that big at the time. Yeah, she, she was, was a she huge was star huge. at that time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Another interesting fact is John Lovett's character during the scene where the cow was mooing in the background. Oh,
1: yeah. Will you shut Will up? Will you shut up?
0: <laughs> Th- that cow was actually giving birth at the time oh god and he was so into his character that he just wanted to keep going with it and he improvised that line to the cow that's
1: amazing while it was giving birth he has so many great lines of this movie my favorite that caught me so off guard he's like well if you excuse me i gotta go home change my clothes and give my wife the old pickle tickle
0: oh my god
1: i was like wait
0: what (laughs) wait (laughs) johnny love it what are you doing (laughs) oh man Finally, director Penny Marshall did a little bit of nepotism in this movie. Uh, she, she
1: did a little nepotism. A little nepotism. She did the nepotism.
0: She did that nepotism. That sounds like the
1: hottest new dance move. <laughs> do the nepotism. <laughs> do, 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 do. We're doing do, it right do, now. Do, do, We're do,
0: dancing do, do, all over the place right now. Well, um, I'm,
1: I'm actually just making my son do it because it's the nepotism. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
0: What's going on, Todd? Um... Director Penny Marshall cast her daughter, Tracy Reiner, Yep. Uh, as Betty Spaghetti, the iconic character. Yeah. Her brother, Gary Marshall, was also cast as Walter Harvey. Her brother actually was a last-minute switch-out for Christopher Walken, who had scheduling conflicts. Ah. Uh, uh, that would have been cool to see some Christopher Walken up in there. It's always good to see some Walken. But- Gary Marshall's pretty awesome, too. Yeah. She also cast her niece, Kathleen Marshall, Gary's daughter, as Mumbles. Ooh,
1: I didn't catch that. Very small part. Yeah, I don't even remember who Mumbles is. Uh, One
0: of the outfielders.
1: Oh, yeah. Here's another fact for you. This movie makes me laugh, and it makes me cry. Penny Marshall is just so good at tugging at your heartstrings. It's two very sentimental movies, but man, they work. Yeah. It's really hard for me to stay objective watching these movies. I have a lot of bias towards both of them. I I I mean, they're
0: both classic.
1: I didn't realize until watching this time around that they're actually not perfect. They're both great, but they're not
0: perfect. No, there are some flaws in both of them. We'll eventually get into that.
1: When you really start to dig deep on kind of either of these movies... There are some, some oh, faults, for sure. But, you know, you kind of just have to sit back, relax, and enjoy.
0: It is an enjoyable movie. But if you actually start thinking about... A League some, of Their Own? Yeah, a League of Their Own. Yeah. If you start thinking about, like, what's actually going on, it can kind of upset you. Yeah, so Tom Hanks assaults a woman on the bus. A couple of times, actually. He he smacks her on the butt.
1: I saw the the kissing... Mo- the chaperone lady?
0: Yeah. He smacks oh, her on the God. butt. Oh, God. Oh, God. And I was like, are you kidding me, right? Penny Marshall what are you doing yeah there
1: are a few things in both of these movies that are played for laughs that have not aged super well
0: yeah I think kind of takes away this theme of feminism that's happening throughout the movie you're kind of just like okay well they're they're playing all these other things for laughs I mean you can't really focus on how important the actual story the real story was in history
1: ultimately this movie has done more good than harm in society it is an empowering movie without this movie i don't know if we would even know that this league existed It kept baseball alive honestly and this movie is touching it is heartwarming you know there are moments where i would kind of be like oh this is cheesy this is over the top and then for example at the very end when they all get together and like all right let's take a picture of the original team the original rockford peaches and the music is swelling it's still i was like oh man i was just rolling my eyes and now i'm I'm crying. There's no crying in baseball. Sorry, I, I, I didn't cry oh, at all during do. this movie. Oh, you didn't? Nope. Oh, you were a cold hearted man. I guess I am. Both because these movies for me brought up big. Tears. I
0: definitely teared up when Josh yeah. is in the apartment. Oh god! And yeah. he hears the kind of yelling. That is so. There's gunshots
1: outside of his apartment. He's in a strange new place. It's you, such d- you just a... see
0: him break down, and it's it's that's the moment where I'm like, yeah, that guy. He definitely is an Oscar contender in this movie.
1: Yeah. For for your consideration, Tom Hanks. for your consideration. I think that is probably the moment that got a lot of people. Yeah, I was just like, man, that got me. Because Tom Hanks, I know we're jumping around with both movies here, but uh, in big, Tom Hanks is so 100% believable every moment, whether he's making you laugh or cry. You never don't believe that it's a 13, it's, year, that it's old a 13 year old kid. It is, yeah. it's an amazing performance. Tom Hanks
0: is one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah, he so. <laughs>
1: really is. It's funny because we just came from a Tom Hanks movie, Saving I know. Private Ryan. So to look at these three movies within a short time span that we've seen, Saving Private Ryan, Big, and A League of Their Own, three very different performances, all 100% believable, just speaks to how amazing Tom Hanks is.
0: I think Tom Hanks was underutilized in A League of Their Own. I think that he is yelling the whole movie. Oh, uh, but that's
1: what's so great. I, I could listen to Tom Hanks. Yeah, there's something so good about a Tom Hanks yell.
0: I agree. But when it's the entire character, it kind of bothered me a little bit towards the end where I'm just like, okay, give me another level. He softens up though. A little bit.
1: You know, his character, it's not maybe the most complete arc that you would want. Well, it's, he it's gets like over his alcoholism like a pretty arc. easily. Yeah, he, he turns into a nicer guy towards the end. and And he... You know, he's offered that AAA position and he turns it down because he wants to stay coaching this league. That's, you know, that's a bit
0: of an arc. There are some incredible acting performances in this movie. This movie, yeah. Yeah. I think Gina Davis is at her best in this movie, and, and Lori Petty was also excellent. I think
1: all their performances, aside from some of the old lady actors in the beginning, we and, can and, talk about that. And for uh, days. this this sounds harsh if you haven't seen the movie recently. It sounds like we're just being ageist and and we hate old ladies. I'm nothing against old women, but these actors they could
0: not act. The funny thing is that you think that they are the real people because they can't act. <laughs>
1: First of all, the odd part is is half of them are dubbed with the younger actor's voices and, and half of weird. them aren't. So when we first see in the beginning, we see an older woman who's playing Gina Davis's character and credit for casting, she does look very much like an older Gina Davis. However, for whatever reason, they didn't want to use
0: her voice, so they dub in Gina Davis's voice and it's very jarring. I thought the idea of having them as the older people could have worked. You have all this sentimentality throughout the movie, which you do in every baseball movie for some reason. Yeah,
1: baseball movies are very oh sentimental, God. which I think is part of it. I think maybe that's what's happening here is
0: this is a baseball movie, yes. and it's going to lean into those nostalgic tropes. It's fine throughout the movie of League of Their Own, but to have that on the end, it's just it's putting too much frosting on that cake.
1: Right. That's a good way to put it. Too much frosting on the it's cake. It's way too yeah. much. Yeah yeah you know there are sentimental moments in this movie that sometimes hit me like when marla's dad was tearfully kind of apologizing for raising her as a boy and misunderstanding so many layers of gender roles in that time and place it really broke my heart i felt for the man even though like he was kind of wrong on two levels in terms of like let your daughter be who she wants to be but he feels so regretful that he he may have raised her the wrong way and That's what really makes me love this movie. Even when there's faults, it's those
0: moments that tug at my heartstring that just make me... But, like, feminism in film, you want those characters to be flushed out. You want them to be real, breathable characters. Yeah. And in this movie, they just aren't. I'm not saying that I don't like it at all. There are moments that worked for me.
1: Yeah, I was able to see some of the faults and some of the really, like, you know, problematic moments in A League of Their Own. But I still came away just like, fuck yes, 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 ladies, you did it, you stuck it to the man, all those
0: asshole fans, even the owner, Gary Marsh like, it really made me just proud. While we're talking, I realize that the reason why it works in big is because that movie is entirely fantasy. The League of Their Own is a true story, most of the time, those true stories are dramas. They're not played Maybe for Maybe that's it. You were expecting more of a drama. I don't know if I was expecting a drama. I just, I think I wanted it to be a little bit deeper like a drama. Because
1: it's a lighthearted comedy. It's sold as that. It was marketed as that. Sure. It's always been that. Which I right. think is great. And you know, I think one of the big things. Big. Big. Pun. Very big. much not intended, but I'm going to lean into it. Oh, you uh, and your puns. But the difference here that I think we're talking about fleshed out characters is big focuses on one yeah. person mm-hmm. whereas a league of their own is an ensemble of characters and you know i think you're right that there is no character in a league of their own that is as fully flushed out as josh baskin in
0: big i wanted this movie to be a drama i don't think it belonged in lighthearted comedy And I wanted to see the struggle and I wanted to see them overcome the struggle. See, this is where I
1: disagree again, because it being lighthearted and comedic makes it more palatable to mass audiences. It means more people are going to see this story. People often go to the movies more for entertainment than enlightenment. And if you sneak a little bit of enlightenment into entertainment, you know, it can have a very powerful effect. And I think this movie has. That's why it's stood the test of time despite its faults. Is because people remember it fondly. There's a warmness in their heart for it
0: because they know what it means. But does it pass that test when Gina Davis decides to go to stop her dream and go be with? I don't think Bill her. Pullman? I
1: don't think her dream was ever to play baseball. I think that's Kit's dream. Gina Davis may have been naturally a better ball player than Kit, but it's pretty clear the whole time that she's reluctant about ever being in the league in the first place. I don't feel like it's a big betrayal of her character to give up playing in the league. Plus, it just leads to the classic sports moment of her. She quits, but then she shows up for the final game anyway. It's very cliche baseball sports movies, but it's a
0: baseball sports movie. It's yeah. what you want. Maybe I don't want. Maybe I just don't like baseball sports movies.
1: <laughs> Do you like, here's one that it seems more in the vein of what you may have wanted from A League of Their Own, 42. That sort of tone, breaking down a glass barrier.
0: Yes. You want it to be Even though more... there is some slight cheese in that movie. It's a baseball movie. It's a baseball, baseball movie. Baseball movies are cheesy. But they don't have to be, is my point.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. They don't have to be, but it is it's like a kind of a norm of the genre. Like you know? a,
0: a slasher has to kill people in a slasher movie.
1: That, I feel like, is a rule. You can't not it kill is. people in a slasher. It is. But yeah, let's talk about Big for a second.
0: Love me big, some Big.
1: I will say that I think Big is cleaner in the technical aspects in terms of editing and pacing yeah big the editing smoother and i know this is such a technical thing you don't often think of editing when you're watching a movie but in terms of comedy that is the language of comedy is timing we're talking about when the joke lands when you cut to the next thing and big is very clean with that i
0: haven't seen big in about 15 years Um, And I was a little hesitant to rewatch it just because I don't know how it would stand up to now.
1: And there are some issues. And there are issues in this movie. Susan has sex
0: with a child. They did not need to have sex in this movie. I don't understand why it happens. I really uh, don't. I mean, he is going through all the stages of adulthood. Yeah, that's a big
1: theme of the movie. In the second half, he basically ignores billy even after billy has found the zoltar machine that will turn him Dude, back billy
0: is the hero of billy that movie. really
1: is and billy's the reason josh survives billy gets him the motel we talked about the scene where josh is alone in the motel room crying yeah meanwhile at that exact moment billy is going from the city back to new jersey by himself taking the subway he's taking taxis he's he's alone in the big city home alone too lost in new york and he excellent sequel, and, and, and he doesn't seem phased at all.
0: Billy is so clutch as a best friend. Yeah, without without him, Josh would be in a ditch, dead somewhere.
1: Brings me to a point about big. There are some pretty hardcore moments in this light, fanciful movie. You know, there's a moment they're walking through Times Square, and this is '80s New York, where it's a lot. Grungier. The mumbling guy. The The homeless man that says, yeah. kill the bitch, kill the bitch? Yeah. That's pretty intense. Yeah. For a PG movie. Yes. You know. There were
0: times during this movie, I had to actually look it up. I thought it was PG-13 for some reason.
1: Well, they say fuck yeah there's a fuck. this one was like
0: this is one of the few
1: pg movies there's only one fuck and it's a such a great fuck because it's a pivotal moment where billy's so frustrated and i love that it comes from billy that they let the kids say it it. and you know josh has just completely lost his ways wrapped up in adulthood within like two weeks and billy says who the fuck do you think you are
0: yeah and i i I was like yeah billy yeah i want to see billy's story i don't you know josh is interesting but i want to see billy you know i did realize watching this movie Josh is kind of a dick. Yeah, the whole movie, the way he's
1: ordering around his secretary, Kitty Foreman from that '70s show. Yeah, did <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, notice that? Yes. Um, one of the things he says pretty early on, when he's like hasn't become a jaded adult yet, but he's still early on, is like, "Hey, can you?" Get me the 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 Super Bowl, a tape of the Super Bowl, but edit out all of the commercials and all that boring stuff. How is she going to edit that stuff out? Does she have a reel-to-reel? This is 1988. That's a lot to ask of her. He's just immediately slipping into that male privilege of like, exactly. I'm the boss, man. <laughs> that's what it is, though. That's That's exactly
0: what it is. And Penny Marshall does a great job of of showing, you know, this is what happens when you become an adult. You get rid of all that awesomeness of being a kid. I
1: think the reason why Big speaks to me maybe a little bit more than League of Their Own is, you're is a male. quite simply, I was, I'm was i a boy. Yeah. yeah. Being a boy, being raised as a boy, especially since he wants to be big. I've always been the shortest kid in class. So those moments where he's too short to ride the carnival ride, that hits me. I feel that. You're, you're not... like a
0: mix between Ferris Bueller and, and Josh Baskin.
1: Yeah, just ultimate white privilege. <laughs>
0: Big to me feels more of that classic. I mean, that piano scene, like that, can give people chills. But
1: there's no crying in baseball is just as classic. That's one of the most quotable lines of all time. Definitely, yes. And the Tom Hanks peeing scene, yes, him peeing, which I think Austin Powers just completely got that joke from this. Definitely. Also, without League of Their Own, I don't think we would have the TV show Glow. That occurred to me watching this this movie. That Glow is a League of Their Own, even to the point that Gina Davis is in Glow. And you know who else is in Glow? Elizabeth Perkins. Right. Who plays Susan in Big. Holy shit. A League of Their Own was the reason why these all of these other building blocks You're have right. come into place. It is kind of the founder you of need
0: this. You need a canvas in order to paint.
1: It paved the way. When did Big come out? 88? 88, yeah. And League of Their and Own then, is ninety two,
0: and that was her next movie, correct?
1: Uh, she did Awakenings, I think, between them. Awakenings. So I think she did Big Awakenings, League of Their Own, which are pretty clearly her three best movies.
0: Yeah, she well, did them all in a row. Awakenings is definitely her best movie, though.
1: Oh, uh, I think Big is better. Nope, I would probably put a League of Their Own ahead of Awakenings, You're just insane. because it's just because I like a good lighthearted, fair. You know, Awakenings is, is great, but it's such a downer. It it's is a downer. No a downer. spoilers.
0: Watch the movie. Robin um, Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams incredible and, and, performance. and Robert
1: De Niro. They're both amazing in it.
0: Let's really quick talk about the problematic areas of Big.
1: Yeah. So Susan has sex with a child.
0: Yeah. Um. But she doesn't really, she's not really phased by it. Yeah.
1: No, she seems more upset that she's losing her boyfriend than the fact that she just had sex with a minor. It would be different today, I would hope.
0: I don't think this movie would have been made today. It's a boyish fantasy to to be with a a woman that's older.
1: Yeah, our society can be gross about stuff like that. It's like, yeah, good for him. High five,
0: bud. Yeah, this
1: weird, you know, boys will be boys kind of attitude that that enables this predatory culture. And... You also have to think about when this, these movies were made and how different the world was. It speaks to how far we've come in some ways, how far we still have to go. But it is encouraging that we have progressed as a society and as a culture in the last 30 years. Yeah. So so it's clear that we both like Big more than League of Their Own. But let's say how much more? That, that's, that's the difference here is I think I
0: like Big a little bit more than League of Their Own. But it seems like you like Big a lot more. I think that there are merits for both of these movies. I think that both of these movies are excellent. I think Penny Marshall is an incredible director. I remember as a kid loving *The League of Their Own as well. But I think maybe my mentality has changed as I've gotten older.
1: If I was grading both of these movies, I would give Big either an A or an A+. And I would give League of Their Own an A or an A-. So like very slightly less.
0: I honestly think that both of these movies are in the B category. B for big? B for big. I think big is B like for a- baseball? Um, No, I think big is uh, like a B plus, And I think that uh, League of Their Own is a B minus and Awakenings is an A plus.
1: You know, what I've come to learn in doing this podcast is I think in general, you're a drama guy. I'm a comedy guy.
0: Sure yeah
1: i think that's really what i I think that's what we're we're finding out and you know big is is obviously a comedy but it works for you i think you see it as like this is a premise that should be comedic yeah whereas when you look at the plot description of a league of their own you read that synopsis and you think this should be a drama
0: yeah i think that i wanted league of their own to be more dramatic and it's not yeah and thus to me, it seems a little cheesy.
1: And it's funny to me because we talked about this in Dr. Sleep, how I wish it was a little bit funnier. I am often seeing movies that are purely dramatic and thinking, man, I wish this was more of a comedy. And yeah, and you're watching uh, comedies often and thinking, man, I wish this was more of a drama.
0: Yeah. Um, We obviously have strong opinions on these movies and yeah. uh, which one is better? we both agree that big is better one a little bit more than the other
1: yeah a plus a minus that's what i'm going to say
0: b plus b minus
1: okay that's that's not a huge difference no it's not yeah but I was worried you were going to. It's give... definitely in the bees. Uh, you know what? That's a passing grade. I, I was I was worried you were going to
0: fail a league <laughs> no, of their own. I wouldn't fail that movie. Yeah, it, it still made me laugh. It still made me. You know, there were moments like those moments work. And
1: also, after having watched Street Fighter and even Mortal Kombat, we know what a truly bad movie looks Woo! like. So you can't say a League of Their Own is bad. It is good, just maybe not as great as, as Mortal would... Kombat. Oh, <laughs>
0: That's... <laughs> i'm just kidding don't with you. say that i'm just joking <laughs> no 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 <laughs> well we'd love to hear your opinions so please tweet us or hit us up on instagram at cinema smackdown pod and tell us what you think yeah well next time we have our season finale oh dang Ooh, we're gonna talk about one of the most debated topics of movie history which one is better godfather or godfather part two uh
1: part three part three is the best i hate you so (laughs) much man all right well for all of you fans out there that absolutely love a League of their own more than big i apologize you're not wrong (laughs) league league of their own is a great movie but uh we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you keep on listening
0: yeah bye bye